Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. My name is Andrew East, and if this is your first time listening to the show, I just want you to know that this is going to be a little bit different than other episodes. Usually I sit down with a guest that could be a celebrity, athlete, entrepreneur, anybody that has experienced significant pivots in life. I call them redirections. And these redirections could come in the form of a career change that they didn't see coming. It could be in the form of an illness that completely derailed them or any really unexpected event that took their life from what they knew and forced them to something completely brand new, something that they didn't know or expect or could have prepared for. And the reason I wanted to start this show is because that's what I've experienced in my life. So I got picked up by the NFL after I graduated from Vanderbilt and um, thought that I was going to be playing in, in the NFL for 20 years and live a nice cush life. But I ended up getting cut. Um, and now over the past four years, I've gotten cut from six different teams, um, over eight different contracts. And it's just not the way I thought my life was going to be. And so I wanted to talk with these people to glean wisdom from them on how they've dealt with these unexpected events and share that wisdom with you along the way. But today is going to be a little bit different because there was a topic that I've been thinking about uh, that I thought was important enough for me to just sit here and chit chat with you guys about, and that is how to build confidence. Um, It's a tough thing to do, and football season is now starting again, and I've now flown to DC and the off season has started. And so I'm walking around the the facility and I realized that my first week of being back in the locker room and being back in the weight room around these coaches and other players that my confidence level was just absolutely destroyed. I don't know what it is. If you see me on the street outside of anything football related, uh, I don't come off as like a super arrogant guy, but I'm, I'm confident. I would, I would consider myself a confident guy. But when I'm doing football things, whether that's lifting or on the field practicing or meeting with the coaches, my confidence is shattered. And so really, for those of you who have followed my journey, um, the past four years has been a, a challenge to myself to figure out why I don't have that confidence in the NFL setting and how I can build that confidence back up. And so... I started putting together a list a little bit ago, and I've since asked a lot of my teammates, how, how do you regain confidence when you don't have it? I wanted to be really intentional about it and almost scientific in how I went about the process of building back confidence. Because really, if you, if you saw me around the football facility, I wouldn't make eye contact with you, and that's because I didn't feel like I had the self-worth to or it was worth your time for, for me to have a conversation with you. So I'm very short in conversation, try to avoid them at all costs. Um, I am kind of sad and mopey around the facility and all this stuff affects my performance ultimately in what my job is, which is to play football and long snap, uh, specifically in football. And, So I wanted to sit down with you to tell you the list that I came up with and the list that these other NFL players, these elite level athletes who I think are well experienced to talk about this topic, um, I wanted to share those with you because I thought it was really, really important. And again, for those of you who have listened to this podcast, you know this, but I don't consider this a motivational podcast and I don't really want to come off like that. Uh, What I do want to do with this episode specifically 
is give you tangible things that that I'm working on, share them with you in hopes that you could share with me uh, ways that you build confidence. Um, and I think that that would be the most productive way to go about this. So I'm not going to be super rah-rah. This isn't like, you know, wildly proven. Um, these are just things that I'm working on and practical tips that have worked for me. And so this could apply for you if you feel like you don't belong, whether that's in your school classroom, whether that's at your job, whether that's at your uh, athletic event, whether that's extracurricular or a club team, whatever it is. Um, if you don't belong, I feel like that sense of of isolation can really, really hurt your confidence. That's what I went through. I felt like I was a, a one-man island um, and as a result, your, your performance can suffer. And so without further ado, uh, these are 10 things that I came up with to help you rebuild your confidence. Um, the first one that I came up with was you can prepare. And so whatever that means for you, whether that's in school and you have homework due, um, you can read the textbook, you could do the homework, you can go above and beyond and, and do extra research. But if you walk into the classroom one morning and you don't know the answer, automatically, or you haven't done the homework, automatically your confidence is going to be shook because uh, you don't <laughs> you don't know really what to what to answer if the teacher calls on you or somebody else asks you for help. You're not going to have that that experience to say, hey, you know what? I know exactly what's going on. Um, at least I prepared. If I don't have the answer for you, here's my thought process on how to, on how to go about solving the problem. For me, preparation means watching film, football. That's big in football is like watching previous plays and learning from that. It means learning the players' names and the coaches' names so that when I see them in the hallway, um, I can say, hey, Coach uh, Fox, how you doing? It's good to see you. I hope you're having a great day. Or hey, Vernon, good to see you. Um, let's go get after it today. As opposed to being unprepared and not knowing anybody's name and not having that confidence, it can really, really affect you. Um, for me, honestly, names was the biggest thing that I realized I need to prepare more for. Um, if I'm interacting with people on a consistent basis, I tend to have more confidence. So I, that may or may not apply to you, but preparation can really go a, a long way. So whatever that means for you and your in your profession or your uh, academics prepare would be my number one tip and again other players in that locker room have confirmed that that is something that they do when they don't have confidence the second thing that I do when I don't have confidence and I want to build it back up is um, actually I'm new to this but it's affirming yourself so so positive words um, to yourself can really go a long way and it sounds cheesy and I'm not a big uh, positive energy guy or vibe guy but what I have realized is sometimes I walk in that locker room and I don't feel like I belong there I don't feel worthy enough I don't feel qualified um, and so what I've begun trying to do is just saying positive things about hey you know what Andrew whether you whether you play 10 years in the NFL or not, you are in the locker room right now for a reason. The coaches have signed you to that contract for a reason. And if you didn't belong here, then they wouldn't keep you here. And so that's what 
uh, positive affirmation means to me in my profession, maybe, maybe you are a teacher and, um, you're having a tough time with your, with your boss or your principal, whoever that superior is. Um, just, just say positive things, you know, like that can go a long way. And if nobody else is being nice to you, the very least you could be nice to yourself. Um, so that's the second thing. The third thing, this is actually the favorite thing that, uh, other teammates shared with me is help someone else out. So just like me with, with learning names and that's part of how I build confidence. When you help somebody else out, uh, that can go a long way to rebuilding confidence because a, you've accomplished something in some sense, B you've formed some type of bond with this person that you've helped that can ultimately help you build positive momentum. Um, and then C like, you know, being nice, <laughs> I think being nice automatically, triggers dopamine or whatever the chemical in your brain is um to help you kind of get back on your feet and and start being you again if you're in a if you're in a slouch i feel like helping someone else out um can almost immediately shift your mindset uh the fourth thing is shift to an equality mentality and so this is kind of similar to affirm yourself but um i read this it says People with low self-confidence see others as better or more deserving than themselves. Instead of carrying this perception, see yourself as being equal to everyone. Um, so just like I said, sometimes it's easy uh, to have this imposter syndrome, uh, which means you don't belong here, you're not qualified, you're almost scamming everybody by being where you are. And that's that can be a, a really slippery slope mentally to go down. Um, and so if you, you are experiencing those feelings of unworthiness, I would say just just like the positive self-talk, realize that, hey, you know what? Everybody in here has faults. For me, maybe I didn't have a good practice. I can have this equality mentality of not like not knocking others down, but realizing, hey, you know what? That guy that guy has had a bad practice before and he's still here. Or that guy uh has done something bad off the field and he's still here. Uh, and so the equality mentality, um, and working towards that and reminding yourself that everybody has flaws and so do you, uh, is the fourth thing that has helped. Um, the fifth is small accomplishments. Um, I read a book called Make Your Bed. It's by a Navy SEAL. Many of you have probably heard his speech. But he said, and I don't do this every day, by the way. Again, this is not a motivational podcast. But um, he brought up a good point where if you wake up every day in the morning and you make your bed, uh, then at the very least you will come home to a bed that is nice and tidy. And that small accomplishment, I agree with him, can really help in uh, – in making your day better if you had a bad one or capping off a really nice day. Um, and so whatever small accomplishment you can, maybe it's, um, maybe it's, you know, exercising that day, or maybe it's cleaning the house, or maybe it's organizing your desk, small accomplishments, um, can again, build that positive, positive momentum. 
Um, and I mentioned that a couple of times. I don't know if anybody else feels like confidence is a momentum thing, but if you're, if you're really feeling good, I feel like things just roll and it's a snowball effect. Uh, and if you're feeling bad, it's the exact same thing where when I got cut from the chiefs, uh, just like I said, when I have low confidence, I tend to not make eye contact with people and I tend to have less conversations and I tend to be really mopey. And so I had a bad practice one day, which led to me going into the facility and, and not really interacting with anybody, which led to like, that just weird people out when you're around them and you're not acknowledging them. And so <laughs> I had this, I had this nagging, this nagging feeling that when I would see a coach or a, uh, a scout walking down the hallway and they wouldn't make eye contact with me, that was like a subconscious signal that, that I was getting cut soon. And it wasn't true, but what happened was, okay, gosh, I'm going to get cut. What does that do your do to your performance? Nothing good, I'll tell you that much. So it was it was like this snowballing effect. And if I think if I had the mentality of hey, just just accomplish one small thing, um, I think that would have helped my cause out a lot. And since then, I've gotten better at at like stopping that snowball effect of negativity um, and appreciating and rolling with the snowball effect of positivity. So I hope that wasn't too foo-foo for you guys, but, um, that's a, that's a real story to go with that one. Um, sixth, and this one I credit to Tress Way, who is a teammate of mine, uh, routine can be really, really big. And something else he brought up alongside routine is being early. Like if you show up late to a meeting, your boss, or your coworkers, there's like a, a slight feeling of, hey, you just disrespected me, and nobody likes that feeling, and that doesn't help towards confidence. So routine um, and and executing that routine on time can really help. Uh, Tress brought up the point that if, if everything around him is, is falling apart, if his performance isn't good, if the coaches are mad at him, he has a routine that he can – fall back on and is his foundation that can help him start taking small steps back towards being who he knows he can be, um, which I think is, is really well said and really important. Um, so whether that means, you know, waking up at six and having a half hour quiet time, um, and then making coffee and then going to work and getting there early and then like whatever your routine is, have one in place. It doesn't have to be minute by minute. It doesn't have to be hour by hour. Just it could be three things that you do throughout the day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, to that, that are set in stone and non-negotiable, uh, that you do whether you're having a really great day or a really bad day. And that's your foundation to operate off of. Um, the seventh thing, (laughs) and I just, I just recently started appreciating this, and you'll hear me talk about this when we sit down with Emily Heron, which is an upcoming episode. But dressing nicely uh, can really go a long way. Uh, I'd never had experienced this in my life until this past December when we, Sean and I took a n- trip to New York, and she wanted to go on a shopping trip, which I just thought was the worst. Um, there's no such thing as a vacation where you shop. Like I just, I just don't get that. But 
she had me try on this this coat. It was a very New York style coat, like kind of long. It went mid shin. Some might call it a trench coat, although I don't think it technically is one. But it had like this nice zip in vest, and it was a snazzy coat. And I tried it on at the store, and literally the minute I tried it on, Sean was like, "Oh my gosh, you look so good. We're gonna buy that coat." And just by her reaction, it made me feel really good. And so now every time I see that coat or wear that coat, I feel like a boss. <laughs> um, and so dressing nicely, dressing for success or, uh, look good, play good. That whole mentality, um, can be effective. And again, all you're looking for is one action that can help shift your mindset from, oh, poor me to, Hey, you know what? I got this and I do have control to some extent. Um, so funny story about that code actually. I was wearing it the day that the Redskins signed me. And so I walked into the facility. I was feeling literally like the king of the world. I had I had my uh, zip-up coat. You can see this on my Instagram, what I was wearing that day. Had the coat on, had some like sweet pant, like slacks on. I don't know what you call them. I'm not a big clothes guy, by the way. Um, but I walked in the facility, and apparently uh, the punter and the kicker, who I spend most time with when they first saw me, they were like, yo, this dude wearing the trench coat. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if we're going to be friends. He doesn't look like that cool of a guy. Uh, which is funny because I felt like the coolest guy, but, um, anyway, all that to say other people might not, might not appreciate your same sense of fashion, but if you have something that makes you feel like a boss when you wear it, slap it on. And, uh, and you, you know, who cares what everybody else says? Um, the, Eighth thing is slow down. Slow down, relax, and talk slower. Uh, so, again, I don't know why my interactions with humans are so heavily affected um, when I have shaken confidence, but when I'm not having a good day, I tend to like rush conversations. I want to end them as soon as possible. And a lot of times I come off as like really flustered and these people can sense that I have low confidence. Um, and so what I practiced two weeks ago, um, was literally just, just almost letting a pause be a pause in a conversation and letting a conversation go longer than, Hey, how are you? Good. Have a good one. Like stopping in the hallway when I saw a coach and being like, Hey, uh, Hey coach, good to meet you. Hey, where are you from? Or, Coach, how long you been doing this? Like whatever it is, and even if he kind of rushes it, if you give off that almost, I guess like if you give off the the uh, the impression of confidence, which I think is sl being slow and being relaxed and not rushing, um, I think it's like a fake it till you make it type of mentality where that coach will sense that and you'll sense him having a positive reaction. And so that'll build, um, positive, positive momentum, which is what we're looking for to help, uh, to help you get back in your feet. The ninth thing is exercise. And again, this is something that I have newly discovered. I just ran the Boston marathon. It was a blast. I got destroyed, fell apart at mile 15, but I realized that I had so much more energy 
Um, when I would wake up, I would, I would a lot of times wake up at 6 a.m., go on like a three to five mile run and then have a cup of coffee. And I would have so much energy that I felt like I could take on the world. And exercise really can be that one thing that maybe it, maybe it releases frustration or maybe it sparks that, that energy in you and, and you can, you can start to like, you know, deep breathing, whatever, like whatever it is that makes your body feel good. Um, I think exercise is one thing that if I'm not having a good day can help me figure that out and take the next step towards having a good day. And the last thing that I would recommend you guys doing that at least I do when I'm not having an A plus day is putting down the phone and letting myself get bored. Now, why do I think that's important? I've mentioned this is something that I do when I'm looking to tap into my creative brain. Um, but a lot of times, like literally I, I cloud myself in information, whether it's podcasts or YouTube videos or Instagram, whatever it is. Um, and I never let my brain get to the point of complete boredom and to the place where I can reflect on what's going on, spend time like exploring self-awareness, like where am I at? Why am I feeling discouraged? Why do I feel like this coach doesn't like me? Or even performance-wise, like what do I need to do? What am I doing wrong and what do I need to do to, to fix that? I think letting your brain get to that place of boredom of like not instant gratification, not scrolling on your phone, um, can be really good. I don't, I, I'm not going to call it meditation. I'm not going to call it prayer. Although I do think, um, one and both of those are, are really important. I think just reflecting whether that means praying for you or that means meditation for you, reflecting can be really, really powerful. Um, so that's all I got guys. Uh, if this, looks like it's being filmed in a dark hotel room and I look like I'm tired. It's because I am. Um, I just got off the plane from Nashville. I'm back in DC and, uh, I thought that this topic was important enough to sit down and share with you guys right now. And I had been, um, I had been compiling all this for you for the past couple weeks. Um, and it, it finally all kind of clicked with me. So I wanted to, to share it with you while it was relevant. Um, again, Maybe that applied to you. Maybe it didn't. But I have been sitting here uh, for the majority of the week in a hotel room by myself, going to a facility where I don't know a lot of people, and I'm not with my wife on a day-to-day basis. And I think all these things attribute to me not having the confidence that I usually have. Um, And so thank you guys for listening to this. If you haven't yet, um, subscribe. It means a lot. We have a f- ton of fun guests coming up. I've enjoyed uh, s- talking with these people. we got Emily Heron, John McLaughlin, Alex Hudgens, uh, Noah Galloway. It's like a stellar lineup. I'm really excited about the progress that this podcast is, is picking up with. And um, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. So if you guys have anything that you do that helps you rebuild confidence, please, um, comment on my Instagram, go to my Instagram page at Andrew D East and find my most recent posts. 
and comment on that, what, what that thing is. I would love to hear it. Uh, this is always a conversation for me. It's not me preaching at you. Again, I don't really, I don't have a lot of the answers. As you, as you guys can tell, I'm a, I'm a mess and, um, I got a lot to learn. So I always like it to, to be a conversation and not like a sermon. Um, and I'm really, really thankful for each and every one of you who listened to this. Uh, this has been a fun project and I think it's, uh, this podcasting is going well so far. Um, got a lot of fun things coming your way. So without further ado, I will uh, let the end credits roll. Hope you guys have a great day and, uh, we'll talk later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you found today's interview valuable, there are a lot of ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can also share it with your friends on social media, blogs, or on your own podcast. And please head over to my website at www.andrewdeast.com for more information and to request your favorite celebrity, entrepreneur, athlete, or anyone else who inspires you. Feel free to connect with me directly on Instagram and Twitter at Andrew D. East. And thank you again. We hope to see you next time on Redirected.